Welcome to Asked and Answered, the podcast series that answers all your mission-related questions. With me in the studio today are Ron and Karis Pierce. Hi, Joy. Hi. Welcome back, guys. So today I have a question that um, someone asked me, and I knew that you would be the right guy to really flesh this out, and it's about the 1040 window. Oh, yeah. Okay. And the question was, um, really, has it changed in, in the past few decades? Okay. And really, what, what is it? Well, okay, let's explain what it is first. I think it was around 1990 that this came into vogue in mission circles, talking about the 1040 window. 1040 window is 10 degrees to 40 degrees above the equator, primarily in the um, Africa, um, Spain corridor, all the way over to Asia. So if you take all the countries in there, you're looking at those countries that have been Oh, least reached, Hmm. poorest, low standard of living, um, high degree of resistance traditionally to the Bible, Christianity, the gospel. And they had a pretty good level of persecution in there of believers. So it was was funny how it all looks on the map. Those are the areas where there was the greatest need back, say, in 1990 when it was started to be Because of the poverty. Because of the poverty, because... Missions had not been strong in that area, mm. resistant of very religions that were hostile, right. uh, Islam, um, oh, uh, Hinduism, uh, various ones like that. And communism started to filter in there, too, mm. back in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. So, therefore, this was the area of the greatest need. But now getting into your question, mm-hmm. um, now it's the, I would say, it was the area of the greatest turning to God around the world. Wow. And uh, so in that I mean, what am I doing? 30 years? 30 years, 32 years. <laughs> a lot. A lot, yeah, a lot of, years. of years. In those years, it sort of flipped over. Mm. Um, and now you've got, in many of those countries, things are coming to life. Like in India, we've talked about before. There's a massive turning to God right now. And for so many years, prior to 1990, it was very hard sledding. Um, there was just nothing. And uh, the church was there, but it did not have an... Um, sort of like an incentive to evangelize, to reach out, to plant new churches Mm -hmm. and things like that. Um, China, all of Southeast Asia. And this is why I sort of built upon that, the whole teaching of when did really missions start to change in that 1040 window, et cetera. It was around that 1989 to 1991 period. And that was when the Berlin Wall came down, when Soviet Union fell apart and Tiananmen Square happened. And those three events ranging in 89 to 91 were centered right around that 1040 window. Right. And that's when it flipped over. The national churches in those areas, not all, but in the majority of them, came to life at that point. And they started to take ownership of the lostness of their countries. And they started to pour out effort, energy, um, resources that they had, etc., to go and make a difference in their people, in the lives of their people, by introducing them to Jesus. It was also a time when persecution really ramped up more because of the aggressive nature of the national church, and that's when really spiked in many countries the persecution. Mm-hmm. The standard of living sort of stayed the same, except for a few countries, and it w- they were poorer. Um, some countries, though, became a little bit more prosperous, and when they became prosperous, the hunger for God left. 
Hmm. The hunger for goods and money and ease, kind comfort, of like North America, protein. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. They became more Western. So there was that transition point in that part of the world, going from an, a, a traditional old world type of poverty and resistance and non-Christian belief to all of a sudden where the gospel was starting to take off, and some areas were becoming more wealthy. Communism started to f- affect more and more. You know, 49 in China, 75 in Vietnam, all of Vietnam and uh, those areas. It started to wane a little bit. And the the gospel and the church and evangelical type churches started to take courage. Mm-hmm. And God gave them a tremendous anointing to go out and do the job. So that's the 1040 window story in very short mm-hmm. order. And I'm sure somebody that knows it a lot better than I do can give you more details, but that's the basics. So with the 1040 window originally, it was a, a place that missionaries were going to specifically in the yeah. beginning. Yeah. And do they still, is that still an area where it's heavily saturated with missionaries? No, not really. Right. Um, and, and somebody listening to this and say, well, what about this country? Well, sure, there's always an, right. an exception. But overall, missionaries were banned from most of those countries, like India, well, China. It was very difficult to get into. Right. Vietnam really started to come out uh, away from the cloud of um, uh, restrictions on the church and a little bit of room to grow right around 1991 to 94. And uh, so there were no missionaries in there after 75. Um, so you've got these various countries where the missionaries were going, had left, and couldn't go in with a new batch. So they were, they were not really in the plan. Uh, you would get the odd missionary in the Middle East undercover. Hmm. You would— And the Middle East is in the 1040 window? Yeah, 1040 window is basically Middle East. Uh, So you've got that North Africa region around Libya, Algeria, Tunisia, etc. Not many missionaries were going in there, as I say, except Mm -hmm. undercover. Then you've got in the Gulf states, very few missionaries. Right. Then you had um, some of those other countries that were very difficult um, to get into. Um, So, no, you you would say probably that the Western missionary effort was moving more to the Americas, Central and South America, parts of Europe, Sub-Sahara Africa, and certain opportunities in some of the Asian countries Mm -hmm. in limited numbers. So the heyday of missions Mm -hmm. with the Western missionary was changing in that period of time, right around 1990. I find it interesting that... Um, the in the 1040 window, with the missionaries having to leave, with the persecution increasing, and with the national church stepping up, all of those things happened. And now we're seeing the huge mass numbers of turning people turning to the Lord. Mm-hmm. It's It just set itself up perfectly. Oh, it is. It was like, well, it would be like a, a mom and dad turning over the business to the kids. Mm-hmm. It would be like uh, all of a sudden— Kids have trained you what to do. You know what to do. We're just going to go on holidays down to Florida now. You take over. (laughs) And uh, that was more or less care what happened. Mm -hmm. Um, They stepped up to the plate and did a much better job in many regards. Not not that there's anything wrong with what the missionaries did. I'm not saying that. But they're doing a much better job because it was people that were resident there. They were born there. They knew the culture there. They had everything in their favor. Whereas the Western missionaries going in had a lot of handicaps Mm -hmm. uh, upon them. 
because so does the they were 10, foreigners. Does the 1040 window still have the same relevance as it once did then? Uh, people still talk about it, yeah. but it's not really that much. Um, simply because I, I think the eyes of the mission societies and the Western missionary movements have moved away mm-hmm. a lot in that zone from doing church planting or establishing Bible schools or one-to-one evangelism or leadership right. as as the leaders of the church in that area. Now it's the national. So the eyes of the Western missionary world have been taken off 1040, still exists, they still talk about it, but not that much effort is put into that part of the world now. It's other areas, other means, etc. Okay. And you mentioned Sub-Sahara Africa. Oh. So that was always more receptive to the gospel than other parts? No, that was just different. Um, What was down there, what you you would have in sub-Sahara Africa, many different countries with different cultures, and some were where the missionaries went into and established good, strong works. Right. But it was mostly missionary-driven, and still is today, a lot of it, missionary-driven. And what countries would be down there? Oh, well, Ethiopia. I, 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 let me get my, my atlas out here. Um, um, it, it You're would just be, smarter than I am. Yeah, so I yeah. can't visualize it. Well, you, you would get all those countries um, into the Nigerias, Ugandas, right. South Africa, okay. Zimbabwe, which used to be called Rhodesia. Mm-hmm. You, you've got um, Tanzania. I'm just, right. th- that's a brief mm-hmm. sort of thing, but it's underneath that area, a bit, sub-Sahara Desert. Mm-hmm. Now, the Horn of Africa which would be over in the Ethiopia area that we talk about a lot. It's sort of a split, you might say, mm-hmm. uh, between the two. And uh, it's, it's, it's in the southern, I don't even, I got to look at my map now. We consider it sub we consider it 1040 window just mm-hmm. because of the results there. Right. And it's close to the 1040 if it's not in it. I haven't looked at it lately. Right. But it would be fall into that thing. Whereas if you get south of that, no, um, it's not the same thing. Okay. Mm. Okay, so if I'm understanding correctly, back in the day, originally, the 1040 window was the place where it was hostile to the gospel. So mm-hmm. missionaries wanted to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, they had some success, but it was really when things changed and they left that God kind of did a big movement and stirred things up. Yeah. So my question is then, is there another um, place in the world that is really... Um, ripe for the gospel that not a lot of people have been to? Or is that not happening? They're, they're, they're one-offs now. Yeah, uh, It's not a region as much as it's a part of a country or a style of ministry in a country or something of that nature. So, Okay, well, you answered uh, the question really well, actually, Ron. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> off, the, off the cuff, too. Yeah, awesome. Okay. Thanks. <laughs>